What is up, everybody? That intro was awesome. Big shout out to Jules for, for making that. He actually showed me how to do that, Ryder, uh, when we did the thing last night. He's like, yeah, check this out. And I was like, how can I do that? Like, I want to be able to do that, right? So he showed me last night. So, dude, it was such an honor to, to present it to you, too. But listen, I've been excited about this. What an honor it is to have Ryder Davis on the podcast with us today. What's going on, Ryder? Uh, nothing much. Getting on the podcast, yeah. I love it. I love it. So, uh, listen, as everybody, I want to start from the very beginning uh, of your road race career. Also, how you got into motorcycles to begin with. So, uh, tell us your story, Ryder. So, originally, my dad's dad uh, started racing. He raced on a Suzuki Katana. Uh, he did some track days. He raced. Uh, then my he had my dad. And my dad didn't really start riding until he was like 16 years old, he, and he started on an R6. And then he had me. He well, he was still racing, but then he gave up racing for me, and I started riding on a TTR 50 when I was three. And ever since, I've just been riding. And when I was about nine, I got on the mini track on a KX 65, and I liked it. And so then my dad made a deal with me where. If I fed the dogs for like a while or whatever, he'd get me a like a GPO 190 a Valley, and I I got that, and then I started doing uh, Moto America, and ever since I've just been doing that, gaining, working out, getting everything, and now I'm at where I'm at. That's listen. That's what a progression, right? Uh, growing up, getting into it in Moto America. Uh, so let's talk about your 2023 season. Um, walk us through that, Ryder. Uh, so the first round, I went into it. Uh, I felt good. So I went out for the first race. I won that. The second race, I was right on the back of uh, the leader. Well, I didn't get a good start, so I was right on the back of him. I was coming out of, like, turn nine. My front talked. I saved it and went through the grass, and unfortunately, I got second. But the Sunday, uh, where we switched to Dunlop tires, uh, I won both of those races, and then I think the next round was Barber. Uh, I went for uh, four, four, four for four, won all those races. Bro, then, dude, four for four. What a job. That's awesome. Congratulations. Ryder, on that day, you was out there just killing it on that day. That's How did that feel to win all four races? Oh, it felt good. I, I had a good championship lead, so. I just wanted to maintain that and make sure I won the championship and I was able to go over in Spain. That's awesome. So uh, for, for those that don't know, tell them what class and what bike you're actually riding in. Uh, from Moto America yes. last year? Yes. Um, I was doing the GP2 190 class. And straight murdered it. That's awesome. Four races in one. That's uh, congratulations again. So uh, racing Moto America, how did you guys end up going to Spain? Well, so if you got, I think it was top three. Uh, so top three, if you got top three, they would send you over to Spain to race in the FIM Mini GP World Final, which I made, and so did the other two people. Uh, so we over there, there was three practices. We did three practices, and the first, the third practice made it so we make it to qualifying. And so there's, like, it determined if you're in qualifying one or you're in qualifying two. And there was actually three qualifying. So... The people in qualifying one, the top four, move on to qualifying two. 
and I think I made it to qualifying two. Okay, so then the top four of that went to qualifying three, which when I, right when I went out, I, my chain broke. And I thank God I was coming into the last corner where I was able to coast it to my dad and the people helping me. Thank God we got my chain back on. And so I went out and then I finished, actually finished seventh. So I finished seventh on the grid. Well, I was actually eighth, but someone got penalized back to the back of the grid. So I moved up a grid spot to seventh. And then just from there, the first race, I think I got sixth, actually. I didn't get a good, too good a start, but I made some progress. The second race, I think I got like eighth. It, it, it's hard fighting. These kids are fast, like real fast. Uh, and then the third race, I was right on the back of the leaders and like coming in the last corner, like five kids crashed and I was in third place. And like like three laps ago, Three laps to go, some kid passed me, and I was, like, pushing hard. I was coming out of the first to last corner, and then I did, like, a spin donut, and I picked it up, and I finished sixth. But overall, I finished fourth in points. Nice. Nice. That's, uh, as you were saying, those kids over there in Spain are super fast, right? Um, Yeah. Us Americans, we're... We're super fast too, right? So, uh, what bike was you actually on out there? Was you on same thing, the Valet One? Yeah, 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 yeah. You like that bike? Oh uh, yeah, but I I like riding big check more with my NSF more. I bet, yeah, that's that's awesome. So, uh, twenty twenty four was a proper year, right? So, are you staying in America to uh, uphold your championship, or, or are you off to other adventures? Uh. I'm off to other adventures in Spain with uh, Mir Cup. Nice, nice. So, uh, that's is there any way we can watch that? Um, I think you might be able to watch live timing. I don't know if they will have the races up because last year, like, they didn't. But maybe they've gotten stuff to record it. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, because I'd be able to love to uh, watch and, and cheer for you for sure. That'd be uh, proper, right? That'd be good stuff. Good, good stuff. So, Spain, uh, new bike. Is, is, will this be a new bike for you? Obviously, a new team. Have you met the guys before? Or? Uh, yeah, I went over. I did a wild card round actually after the race with the FIM, and I finished. I think seventh in my first race, and then fifth in my second race. And the guys were super nice. It's just hard to, like, comprehend what they're saying because they're speaking Spanish. But w- one or two of them uh, were able to speak English, so we understand what they were saying and they what they were helping me set up my bike and tire pressure and my bars and my brakes. And my dad was there helping too, but he was relieved that he didn't have to do all this work. <laughs> <laughs> because over here, he he does all the work, don't he? Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, good job, Dad. Absolutely good job, Casey. He's like, whew, glad we're going over there. I ain't got to work as hard. Uh, that's awesome. So, uh, you know, the, the language barrier, uh, that's going to be different, right? So there is English people that actually speak English on the team. And I'm sure it, it, it's, it would make it complicated. Uh, d- does that add a little bit complication to it uh, because of the bit. barrier? A little bit. I've been taking Spanish class at school, so I've been trying to learn Spanish and get better at it. But it, it there's a lot that you have to learn to 
understand what they're saying because there's way they, ways that you can speak in Mexico and different in Spain. So she teaches us Mexico, how you say it in Mexico and how you say it in Spain. So there's a lot you have to learn to comprehend. Yeah, that's uh, that's something I wish I would have done is taking different languages in school. I didn't, uh, unfortunately, but I would have loved to, you know, learn Spanish and Italian and all that. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I was too busy uh, riding my motorcycle and chasing girls around in high school. I wasn't worried about uh, speaking a different language. So, uh, yeah, that that's awesome, Ryder, dude. I'm I'm pumped, dude. Twenty twenty five over there in Spain. And how many rounds is it? Is it eight rounds or ten round uh, champion? Five rounds. Oh, so it's five rounds. So what race circuits are you guys going to be racing at? So the first two, we don't know, but there's going to be, I think, there's going to be one at Cartagena again, and then I forget the other two. At Cartagena, that's a that's a great track. Yeah, that I actually did the wild card round for the last round there, so I like okay. that track. So uh, the other, obviously, you don't know what the other tracks are, but have you been on many of the, the other tracks you're actually going to race on the calendar you're doing in 2024? Mm -hmm. No, so it's no. going to be a new experience. I mean, I've played them in like MotoGP, but like <laughs> I've never actually ridden them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's you know, a lot of racers play video games, right? And uh, learn new tracks. At least it gives you the directions to go. Don't even though it has elevations, it's nowhere the same as you actually showing up and you're like, whoa, that's a that's a steep hill right there, right? Don't look yeah. nothing like it does on the PS5. Um, that's good. So uh, obviously, you you're a big advocate for video games. You play Xbox or PlayStation? Or? I play a PlayStation. Like me too. PS Five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What game? What, what games are you playing? Uh, I play uh, MotoGP. Uh, I play a set of Corsa. Uh, I I was sometimes play Fortnite. Um, I was gonna say Fortnite. Yeah, the, every who don't play every racer I talk to plays Fortnite. Every single one of them, they're like, Fortnite? My son plays it. Uh, so yeah, I, I try to get into it. I'm going to play it with with some guys. But uh, I'm same like you. I, I play uh, uh, let's see, I, I'm big in Assassin's Creed, right? So I've been playing the Assassin's Creed. Of course, the MotoGP 2023 rider, but bro, that game's so hard to play. Like the whole breaking system on it's just uh, way different than it was in 2021. 20 and 21 and 2022. Um, I like the 2022. Me and all my friends play 2022 over 23 because 23 is just the graphics are good. It's just when you're breaking, it just like starts talking like there's nothing you can do. Nothing. Absolutely. Now, Moto 3 is okay. I rail it in Moto 3, but I jumped yeah, to Moto, Moto 2 and Moto GP. I'm like, it just gets so much it. power and then the rear just steps out behind you. No matter how you break, get on the rear brake. For you get on the front brake, it don't matter. You either gonna, you know, flip it forward or it's just gonna. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. Absolutely. Um. So all the all the tracks you've been on, what's your favorite track so far? Uh, I've only ridden a couple big tracks. I've ridden Pittsburgh big track. I've ridden Jennings GP. This was like 2020 on an R3, the uh, Ninja 300, actually. And I've ridden uh, Jenning and uh, Roebling. And Roebling. Probably my favorite track is uh, Spain. <clears throat> uh, probably Circa Ricardo Tormo would probably be my favorite track because it's just a bit replica of the big track, and it's just so smooth, flowy, real nice. Good yeah, concrete, so grippy. Definitely different to the American tracks we have on here for sure, right? Absolutely day and night difference um so david 
<laughs> What's going on, David? David says, fantastic. Keep on ripping. Brap, brap. That's awesome. And then David, <clears throat> the other, another day, David Hodgson says, woohoo. Keaton Davis says, keep kicking butt, Ryder. Full pin, full gas. That's right. Absolutely. Who's Keaton? Uh, he races with OMRL, I think. Oh, he nice. Ride. Yeah, that's what I started racing on a KX65. Do you still ride the KX65? No, actually, my brother does. No. Oh, so there's another one of you coming up in the mix, too, as well. Yeah, you should do a podcast with him, too. Yeah, we, we can get them on here, man. I, I'd like to, uh, you know what? I'd love to get both of you guys on together. Yeah, he's a hockey player slash motorcycle racer, so. Oh, nice. Do you, so do you like hockey? Uh, I like hockey. I'm not real too big into it. I don't like playing hockey. I like racing. It's a lot better. 110%. I'm in the same boat as you, right? 110%. But I've, I've actually had a couple guys on here on my podcast that are that play hockey. One of them, uh, Robert Lackey, again, Bison Leathers. He, he used to play hockey all the time. Uh, Ethan Chuplock, he uh, he was big into hockey for like 14 years or something. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, a lot of people like hockey. I, I just like them when they fight, <laughs> right? I don't understand the game because it's something I've never been into. But, dude, that's awesome, Tate. What is up? He says, what's up, guys? Um, Man, there, there's another one of you coming? The world's in trouble. Absolute trouble. Ryder Davis and his brother's taking over. So how uh, how old is your brother? He's 11 years old. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Yes. Having you two on together would be it'd be a good time because y'all's energy together and Brothers, you know, talking trash. Oh, I'm fasting you. No, I'm not. I'm fasting you. Okay. Well, this is my lap time. Do you say, are you guys real competitive when you guys play video games together? Uh, we were playing earlier. We, I mean, I just get mad. Like, uh, I'm a little bit better than him, but I just get mad. Like, when he dies, I'm like, why aren't you with me? <laughs> Where'd <'Cause>, you go? <laughs> that's awesome. That's, I'm in, like, I'm in America and he's in like Germany. Right. So, Ben, what is up, Ben? He says, how is Ron going to prepare for Spain next year? Um, So, I train about five days a week uh, on. I have a stationary bike trainer that I ride. Uh, Zwift is the app I use. I connect my bike trainer to it, and I just ride with people. There's rides that you can use. Uh, and then I also go to boxing two times a week, Monday right. and Wednesday. So then I take the weekend off to heal my legs and arms and to get my muscles back up. And then just every week I do what I do and eat good food. Eat good food. Very, very important, right? Jason Doss, what is up, my man? Um, eating healthy. So uh, I lost about it. I'm still uh, on this like health kick too my, myself. I was, I was a fat guy. I, I ain't ashamed to admit it, man. Uh, I was. I was almost on a 40 waist. I'm down to a 34 now. And most of it is solely from changing my diet completely, eating healthy, and a little bit of exercise, doing some push-ups and planks and stuff like that in the morning time absolutely helped me lose a ton of weight. Um, it, it I lost it, you know, not pretty rapidly, but at a decent pace is because I cut out all that junk food. You know, I wasn't a real big fast food eater anyway. Um, but I don't drink soda. I don't drink tea. Like I drink water 99.9% .9 of every day, all day. That's all I drink is water. 
and then I'm big into like cooking. So I love to cook, right? Ryder, maybe one day when you get older and you're able to, you move out on your own, you learn how to cook, man, because cooking's a, a big deal too, right? So you, you cook healthy at home and, and it all transforms into everyday life. That's good, man. That's good. Um, so how do you juggle school? Are you homeschooled or? Um, no, I actually go to school every day. Nice. What's your favorite subject in school? Uh, I'm not a big fan of school, but even though it's important, you got to get good grades. Uh, my favorite subject is probably social studies, learning about United States history and how we got where we are now. Nice, nice. You know, uh, I don't think there's too many of us out there that's ever really liked school. It's cool to go and hang out with your friends at school and, you know, mingle with everybody. But, uh, yeah, when it comes to sitting down in the classroom and actually paying attention, it's hard for us, especially us teenage boys and, and are getting to be teenager that stage. It's, it's hard to concentrate, especially on stuff. You're not really interested in school. Right. Uh, I was interested in the cooking class though. And I, you know, of course I, when I was in high school, um, I could have played basketball, but I didn't. Um, I like soccer. Soccer is my sport outside of road racing, um, which I don't watch a lot of soccer, but I play it on my PS five FIFA, right? It's fun, but yeah, it's, uh, School's very important, and it is. It's uh, but how do you juggle it, man? Like going to school, and and obviously your dad's like, look, you got to get A's and B's, otherwise there's gonna be no riding for you at all, right? So you got to stay on top of your game, which is good. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you answer it. You're like, oh, absolutely, it's rough, right? But listen, it's only temporary, rider. You'll be before you know it, dude. You'll be out of school. Uh, you'll already have multiple championships under your belt and you'll be on to bigger and greater things in your future. So yeah, it's just, it's temporary, but uh, yeah, I always liked history. I liked, uh, I like like Egyptian, uh, Egyptian mythology and about the pyramids and all that. Uh, and I'm also big into like the Greek mythology, like Spartans and the Athens and, you know, all that cool stuff back there. Um, but that's what I, I was really into in school when it comes to that. Besides, ride my motorcycle because me me and there was me and i think four other of my friends that had motorcycles in the whole high school and that's it so we were the cool kids walking in with our helmets in the morning you know all that cool stuff we're gonna get all the chicks yeah we didn't get no chicks right <laughs> bikes weren't that cool back then at least not to them but yeah it's uh <clears throat> good so obviously when you go to spain uh what's the race season like when does it start and when does it end um my dad knows all that. I really don't know the schedule yet, but I know one round. I know the last round. When's the last round? I think, well, I, I think uh, December. Wow, December. I think. I don't know. I know there's a race on my birthday in September. September nice. 15th is my birthday. Uh, and then I, there's a race in between there. I don't know them. Maybe September no, may, 14th. I, maybe November. Nice September 14th. That's good. My my son's birthday is November 19th. Um, as, as you know, I, we, I told you this before we started. I named him Hayden Rossi after Nikki and you know the goat himself, Valentino Rossi, right? Um, so who who's your favorite rider? Rider, uh, I like Fabio Quattararo. It's just his riding style and how he's so aggressive going in the corners and so good on the brakes. But I also like Valentino Rossi, eight time, eight or nine time world champion. I think nine actually. Nine time world champ, right? Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, <clears throat> and, and then, of course, Nikki Hayden, right? Huge yeah. fan of Hayden's. Um, yeah, yeah, proper man. So, that's, listen, <clears throat> we need Ryder Davis in MotoGP. That's what we need. Right. And th that's where you, that's your, that is your main goal is, is MotoGP. Yep. We just need Trackhouse to stay where they are right now. Right. And we need Trackhouse to get some Americans on that bike is what we need. That's the next step. We're in there. Now we need American riders on that bike. Right. Yeah. I feel like Cambodia can do it. Maybe Jake Gagne. <clears throat> Listen, I, I, man, absolutely. I, I just don't think that, uh, I don't think Cam Bobia wants to go back. He just got back from Moto Two. He just got married. He's got a kid now. He ain't, you know, I personally I just don't see him, you know, going over there. Uh Jake Gagne, what a beast he is here in Moto America. You know, Ryder, I had this conversation. It's hard to um beat somebody that's so in tune with their team and so in tune with that bike, right? That they just everything's just a weld oil machine. Okay. And he might not be the fastest lap time after lap after lap during the race, but nine times out of 10, he wins that race. Right. Um, and a lot of that is, it, it, that's the whole, the whole circle of the team, right? Every, the all dynamics and everything. It's hard to beat that combination. Um, <clears throat> I would love to see Jake Gagne out there in, in MotoGP. Um, I think that he would be better suited in a world Superbike um, than yeah, MotoGP. Went, went and did like a test or a race, but he didn't finish too well. Well, <clears throat> that was also because, you know, it's he jumped on Pirelli tires, which he's, you're used to Dunlops, right? Um, which is not an excuse. I'm not making an excuse. But the, the I don't think – I don't know if the bike was 100% like World Superbike spec, right? I think it was more still Moto America spec. And I'm not really sure on the ins and outs, the exact differences between World Superbike and, and Moto America Superbike as far as – horsepower and what they're allowed to do what they're not allowed to do as far as the rule technique uh regulations go but he still did good right um and i think he i think he raced at that track too before if i'm not mistaken when he was in europe yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure he raced at that race before um who would you put in moto gp right now um on the american track house team it's not maybe Joe Roberts. Joe, man, go ahead. Sorry, Ryder. Uh, I've heard maybe he's got, I think he's gone asked to go ride with the Brilla on the MotoGP. I've heard, I'm not full confident about it, but I feel like he might do good in MotoGP. Uh, maybe SDK, but he's like not at that full level yet where he's able to finish consistently in the top 10 of Moto2. Uh, nor is Joe Roberts, but he is like maybe top 15 practically almost every race. And he's won a couple Moto2 races and he's been there. He knows what it feels like. Yeah, you're right. And you're right about that. Uh, Prilia actually did uh, seek him out, but he turned down the ride. This has been several years ago. Um, he turned down the ride and wanted to stay in Moto2. Yeah, probably because um, he probably felt that he was not at that point where yeah. he can go there and battle with Pekka Bagnaia, Fabio, and Enea Bashanini, Marco Benzecchi, Luca Marini, and just battle with them. Straight battle with them, right? They're, they're, those are the aliens of the sport, right? 
um, the elite of the elite. It's like if if you want to be world champion, you got to be F1 world champion, not NASCAR, not Indy, not IRTA, not the RCCACV, whatever it is, right? You got to be F1 if you want to be the best of the best. Same thing with MotoGP. Um, yeah, it's it's awesome. You know, I, I, I want to see Ryder Davis in there. That's what I want to see. I want to see Ryder and uh, your brother. Who's that, your dad? Yeah. What do he say? Nothing. He's just telling me to speak up. Oh, speak up a little bit. Yeah, man, listen, it's okay. I can tell you're you're a little nervous, man. Don't be. We're just friends having a good chat, bro, about motorcycles and all that good stuff. You know, uh, being uh, – we need America in MotoGP. Uh, man, it's hard to pick uh, – who could who, who who could we actually have in there right now as the series is because it's such different racing than uh production bike racing i'll say right it's not production at all so yeah first step we're in there right so uh next step is we need some american riders in there uh sdk's back here in moto america racing a bmw with uh top pro i think yeah yeah I yeah, if I'm not mistaken, um, which is good, man. It's good to have him back. It's good to have Cam Bobier back, too. He's still with Tyler's, him and um, Tyler's, yeah. JD Beach. It's good to see JD back, right? Yeah, yeah. So, enough about all that. Ryder Davis, how do you, what training do you do besides like like the pedal bike and, and, and do you use the stretch bands? Uh, not really. I don't have like any stretch bands. No. No. So you just go to the gym and just do your normal work workout routine? Yeah, I stretch before I work out every time. And then I stretch my legs, my arms, bend down, stretch my ankles, all that. Because I've had injuries. Yeah. It doesn't feel too good. No, it don't. You know, But lucky for you, you bounce back quicker than I would for sure. You bounce back at least a half a year before I would. <laughs> I'd still be broke up hurting, right? Uh Nice, Ryder Davis. Uh, so if if you could ride any moto for any MotoGP team and have any any MotoGP rider as your teammate, who would it be? Uh, I'd be on Ducati, and I'd probably want Fabio or Valentino Rossi to be on the team with me. <laughs> yeah, everybody would. I could get so much, like just learn so much just by just sitting in a box with him and asking him questions on like his experience and how he just is just so focused and how he does everything. Well, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe one day you'll be able to get invited to ride the, the ranch out there in, in Tavilia, Right. And then you get to ride with him. You get to sit down have dinner and pick his brain all you want. I'll prop. That would be awesome. Wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 That's I went, actually went to the MotoGP party, uh, after at the end of the year, and I got in there. I got MVP passes. So I went in there. I saw that he, Valentino Rossi showed up, but like I couldn't find him. But I know uh, Pekka Bagnaya was there, Luca Marini. No, he was there. I saw him. He was sitting up in the seats a couple rows above us. So. You didn't get a, you didn't get no pictures with none of them guys? No, people were chasing him. Uh, of course, right? He's the goat. He's a, he's a, uh, my, my whole thing um, that I tell people and, you know, everybody's got their own opinion on who the greatest of all time is. Mark Marquez, you know, Kevin Schwantz, all this, right? So to me, obviously, it's it's Valentino, but 
to me, what sets him apart from Mark Marquez and everybody else is uh, he come from the 125s, the 250s, won a championship of 500. Then when they went to four strokes, he had to change his riding style for that, right? Didn't develop that bike. Then one just murdered everybody in MotoGP at the beginning. Then went to Yamaha, right? And then they went to 800s. So now he has to change his style again to get the best out of a, an 800, right, where it's all about corner speed. Um, and then they come back with – you know, at the end of his career with all the arrows and, you know, by dragging elbows now. So your riding style has completely changed in order to adapt to the bike. And he's been so versatile throughout his whole career. Plus, on top of that, what he's actually done for motorcycle racing in general, whether it's MotoGP or any any form of two-wheel racing, you can go anywhere in the world and uh, say number 46. And I guarantee you at least one or two people is going to say Valentino Rossi, right? Anywhere. Um, but you know what? It'd be cool one day if the same was true of you, Ryder Davis. Yep. Yeah, that's right. That's the goal, man. Dude, good stuff, man. So 2024 is going to be a big year. 2023, you, you murdered everybody, which is <laughs> look at the smile. He's like, yeah. So talk us through those trophies you got right there back behind you. Uh, those are uh, so I got all those from just winning all the rounds and keeping myself consistent through all the rounds and staying focused, eating good, working out, just staying consistent. Eating, eating good. So explain to us what, what kind of diet are you on? Uh, like chicken, steak. Uh, actually, today's about a cheat day. We're having pizza, homemade pizza. That's uh, awesome. But I mostly just sometimes I'll have some fruit snacks, maybe a breakfast bar. But my mom usually yells at me for eating them. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, I, uh, yeah, like I said, I try to eat healthy too. I, I try not to eat none of that. Man, a lot of that stuff's got a lot of processed sugar. That's just not good for you in certain dyes and fruit, corn syrup, and all that snazzy, jazzy stuff. So, yeah, that's good. That's good, Ryder. Um, are you watching any movies or any Netflix series right now? I've actually been watching this movie called Suits. It's about like a lawyer movie where like they like like go into court and they fight. It's kind of interesting. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, I've been watching. Uh, well, I just got done not too long ago with Ted Lasso on Apple TV. That was a really good series. It was, it was hilarious. Um that's awesome. So favorite racers, uh, Valentino Rossi, you're going to be a MotoGP champion. 20, let's see, you're, dude, it'd be 20, what, 30, 30 something. You're going to be a MotoGP world champ rider. Let's hope. Let, let's do it, right? Absolute legend. Uh, yeah, I, I see. Costa goes. Oh, man, I'm excited about him. So me and, uh, Actually, a uh, big shout out to Moto PG podcast. My mates over there in Australia, they got nicknames for all the riders, right? <laughs> One of my favorites is Baby Jeebus. That's what we call Pedro Acosta. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about him. Who's not, right? He's, he's, uh, I remember his first race, dude, he started in pit lane and won. And I was like, yeah, this kid right here, if, if he keeps up on the path he's going, is, is going to be great, right? Yeah, um, he was at, uh, I think, Sepang test like second place or something like that yeah that's yeah. good that's incredible I'm excited yeah, that, to watch the races yeah me too you know it's it's hard for me Ryder, personally to have an all-out just die hard favorite 
uh, fan just for one rider since, you know, Nikki's not here no more. And Valentino, well, he's doing his car thing, of course. Right. Um, I like all of them. I mean, there's, there's, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of Pecco. Right. I mean, I know Pecco's awesome. He's great. He's talented. Um, I really wanted Jorge Martin to win the title last year. Yes, yeah, so did I. Yeah, dude. I was like, yes, let's go. But and then I, Mark Marquez takes him out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, but when I go to MotoGP race, because I go to Texas every year, I'm going this year. Um, last year, I bought some Brad Bender and some Jack Miller. Um, stuff and uh, uh, some gas gas. I bought a soft shell gas gas jacket and a t-shirt um, and a Prelia too, right? Uh, I'm just fan. I'm just such a fan of the sport, man. It's hard for me just to have an absolute solid 100% favorite, if that makes sense. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big, big fan of all that uh, stuff, dude. That's that's awesome. Good. So are you into, like in high school, everybody plays like sports or do you, you don't play any sports in school? Uh, I do – well, I did basketball last year, and then I also did track. It's, like, for the running and stuff and, like, the sprinting. Just, to like, help with my endurance and getting stronger legs and keeping, like, keeping my heart rate above, like, 180 beats per minute where when I'm riding my heart, it's about 180, 190. So I'm used to my heart rate being that high. That's good. That's that. That's really good. Stamina, right? Working on the stand, breathing. Do you breathe? You practice yeah, work, breathing I try, techniques. I try to work on my breathing, but it's like hard when I'm running. Like to breathe in through my nose, out through my mouth, and I'm just running, <laughs> just breathing out of my mouth. It is. It is. I do. Uh, I do. I do breathing exercises too, but I do the Wim Hof method. The Ice Man, the guy that does all those ice crazy ice baths all the time, right? Which I, I'm a fan of ice baths, uh, which I do. But yeah, it is uh, when you when you start working out and you gotta, but your heart's doing a million miles an hour and you're just you feel like you can't really breathe, so you just breathe through your mouth to to try to catch your your breath right. Um, yeah, I get it, I get it. So, do you have any rituals you do before you get on a bike and race rider? Uh, are you I actually like, do. So my mom actually suggested getting a cold shower before every race, and so far it's worked pretty much every time. Sorry, my ring my light to shut off nah dude you're good bro absolutely you're good so you take a cold so i started out uh trying to do cold showers right or right it's okay as long as i stay in one spot right if i'm just in one spot i'm good because i get my breath under control and i'm good right but as soon as you move like a little bit it starts all over you all over again i prefer to uh fill the bathtub up with cold water and just jump in that bad boy for like two minutes and then get out um You'd be surprised. People listening, you take a cold bath or a shower in the morning, it really, really wakes you up. Like you are super alert and you're probably thinking to yourself, yeah, because it's really cold water, right? But it also has a lot of health benefits that go along with it. Um, so yeah, it's a good thing. Absolutely good thing. So uh oh, is is that it? Just cold shower? No left boot on for your right boot, music wipe before you prepare for a race, or mm, no. Not just cold shower, and then I usually take a nap with my dog. Nice. What kind of dog you got? I have a little Boston Terrier named Racer. I love it. I, I got two dogs myself. I got two pits. Uh, one is a purebred. Her name's Charlie. Man, she's old. We we got her from my wife's uh, step step parents. Um, 
she was three at the time and we've had her for eight years so she's uh she's pretty old now um and then we got cruz we adopted this dog named cruz from my mama's uh mom uh he was six months old i had no idea he was going to turn into this monster he is Ryder. he is like a 130 pound pit bull tennessee walker hound big chunk of a dog that talks all the time i mean you put him outside when the wind blows, he's barking. He sees a leaf, he's barking. He sees cars go by, he's but he don't never shut up. And then he howls, you know, the, the hounds, oh, ooh, oh, that that whole hound. Yeah, uh, I have a lab. His name's Bear. He's black. He's like 120 pounds. And then I have a husky. He's like maybe 100 pounds. And he just like whines and when you're not petting him or he has to go to the bathroom. Like we'll let him out to the bathroom, comes back in, whines and just crazy. It it listen they uh it is it's it's almost like like sometimes I let Cruz in here because the guests will be like I want to see Cruz and they'll bring their dog in and I'll bring him in they'll see him and he'll sit down right here and if I don't touch him it's he's arr, 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 you know all that all that good stuff but what's cool Ryder is is my son Rossi he he uh he has a little harmonica I mean he don't play but he just likes to blow on it every once in a while so he'll go get it he'll he'll start blowing in it and Cruz will start singing he'll do that whole hound just just get, oh it's it's freaking hilarious it's awesome um, dogs are great I'm a firm believer I'm an animal lover I don't I, I I don't like to kill insects, spiders, ants, or anything. I like to just let them be and, and let them live like like we are. But dogs are great. Do you have any cats? Uh, I do have a cat named Baxter, but we he we haven't seen him since Tuesday, so we kind of think something happened to him. Oh no! Is he outside cat? Yeah, he's outside inside inside. He hasn't. He's been back. He hasn't came back yet. But we're praying. Well, hopefully he does. I so that's that's uh sad news. I hope he comes back and I hope he's all right. So I got two cats too. One's name's Cookie, and she is uh she waddles. She don't walk, she waddles, right? Which is funny. We got another one named Monster, and uh he is a one of the coolest cats you'll ever meet. But man, he's a monster, dude. Like he is uh I put it to you like this. Uh, you make you a glass of water and you put it on the table. He'll jump up on there and knock your glass of water down and look at you. And you'll clean it up and you'll make you another glass uh, or cup, right? And he'll jump back up there and knock it down. That's the type of monster he is, right? But then the flip coin of that, he's super lovey. Like he'll jump in your lap, want to love on you and all that good stuff. So he's, he's like a Sour Patch kid. We'll say that. Sweet and then sour. Um, yeah, big animal lover. Uh, what other pets you get? Turtles or fish or nope, three dogs and one cat. Love it. Three dogs and one cat. So are you uh are you a Star Wars fan? Mm, not really. I haven't really watched Star Wars. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm a big Star Wars fan, so I ask everybody Star Wars or Star Trek. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of them have don't watch neither one of them. Um never seen I mean, I think I've seen Star Wars, but like maybe like when I was little. Never seen Star Trek though. So, are you Marvel or DC? I you I uh, so I go uh, like on and off these kicks, or I'll go watch Iron Man or Thor or the Hulk. But this was like I think like the maybe the be beginning of twenty twenty three, so it's been a little while. So, walk me through your normal typical race weekend. So. We get to the track with my RV, with my camper, and we set up. I help my dad unload the whole trailer, 
set up the canopy, get out the toolbox. Okay, then we get the table out for my that we put my bike on. We put the mother bike on. Okay, we, we put like the stuff around our pit. Okay, so we just get settled in, get the trailer ready, and then usually we get to around the track about four, so that takes about two hours. So we, we get there about Friday or Thursday. I don't really remember the race day now. But we usually get there, help my dad with everything, and then I usually go like ride my bike with my friends or whatever for an hour and a half. Okay, then I go to bed, I drink some water, and then I go to bed. Then I wake up in the morning, get ready, get focused, stretch before I go on the bike. And then I just go out, do my thing, come in. Okay, my brother and my mom are sitting there giving me a pat on the back. Good job. And then my brother goes out. He did the 110 class. Okay, he comes, he gets his stretches, puts everything on, comes out, gives him a pat on the back. And then before the races, uh, we get a cold shower. We stretch, and then we just go out and do our thing. Now, are you eating anything between all of this? Uh, I try to eat, like, fruits and vegetables, strawberries, cucumbers, and just drink a lot of water. Yeah, I, man, I'm a big fruit guy. Uh, it's, I, can go, I can go to the grocery store and buy $100 in fruit, no problem, eat it in, like, two or three days. That's the only problem with fruit, man. It's, it's goes. So I like to uh, buy frozen fruits, too, and, like, make, uh, like, smoothies, use, like, Greek yogurt. Like yeah, we just got this uh, new uh, blender, so we've been making like this, uh, like this froyo stuff. It has like blueberries, and it has, uh, I think, then we need like one and one fourth cup uh, Greek yogurt, and then I've I've been putting dragon fruit in also. It's really good. Oh, dragon fruit's awesome! I'm glad you said I. I love dragon fruit. It's so good. Uh, have you ever tried jackfruit? Jackfruit's pretty good too. I never heard of it. Yeah, jackfruit. Um, and then I'm big into avocados. I'll eat if you got 20 avocados. I don't leave me around them because I'll eat every single one of them. I'm a I love avocados. They're so good. And they're really healthy for you too. I don't like avocados or tomatoes. No, no tomato. So you don't like spaghetti? I like sp- I like spaghetti sauce. I got you, but just not sliced tomatoes. Mm-mm. That's <laughs> so. What's your favorite food? What is your if Ryder Davis is gonna use a cheat meal? What's Ryder Davis's cheat meal? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't consider steak as a cheat meal. That's not a cheat meal. But my favorite food is steak. Okay, your favorite food. So, like, uh, obviously, crab legs or lobster. Oh, dude, I love seafood. What's your favorite seafood? Crab and lobster. Yeah. You like I love shrimp? shrimp. Yeah, I love shrimp. Yeah. I love sushi. I'm really into seafood. Yeah, me too. I I could uh, again live off seafood for sure, 100. percent So good. My wife, absolutely not. She will eat crab legs and that's it. She won't eat lobster. She won't eat shrimp, scallops, fish, nothing. Um, my favorite fish is mahi mahi. Uh, when I like, I like a- ahi tuna. Yeah, ahi tuna is good too. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Fish is so good. I love fish. It's uh, absolutely awesome. Um, so like for a cheat meal after you win a race, you're like, oh, I'm gonna celebrate. I'm gonna have a piece of pepperoni pizza and some ice cream. Mm. Cheat meal like that. Well, I usually like when we're done, we usually go out to eat. Maybe sometimes Olive Garden. I like Olive Garden's breadsticks. <laughs> Dude, I'm a sucker for Olive Garden too, and nobody loves Olive Garden but me. Around me, 
go ahead. Sorry, Ryder. My dad says he doesn't like Olive Garden. I don't know. I like it. So, yeah, a lot of my friends, they're like, uh, we don't like Olive Garden. I like Olive Garden. I, I could, they could bring me that whole bowl of salad and dressing, and I'm good. I'll eat that in breadsticks. Uh, that's usually what I eat when I go there. And I do like their uh, uh, fettuccine Alfredo's decent so yeah that's what i mostly get when i go there fettuccine alfredo it's really good absolutely so rodder let me ask you this where do you see yourself in five years racing i hope for moto gp or moto two maybe moto three you got to be 18 to be in moto three now yep yep I think like Fabio Quattro is in MotoGP or Moto2 at like 19 or something like that. But I think that's before they, they had the rule change, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think. When did they put that on? Like last year or something like that? I'm going to say like two or three years ago. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I, I can't really remember, but I'm pretty sure it was only two or three years ago. They, they upped it. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, you, Ryder, you are a champion. Absolute champion, you know, and and I can't wait to see what what twenty twenty four brings, and uh, would love to, uh, like I said before the podcast, do a mid season recap and do an end of the year, so everybody can hear about your your championship this year in twenty twenty four out there in Spain, hold that American flag high for all of us over here. Uh, it's gonna be good, man. Good stuff, Ryder Davis. Do do you listen to uh, any podcast? Um, I listened to uh your yours with uh Juju, and then I didn't listen to the Max Van or the Alessandro one, but I heard that they were arguing about Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, man, it's it's, uh, dude, I have such a good time interviewing everybody, and yes, we were, yeah, they were arguing about Fortnite. Uh, I'll two v one them. Huh? I'll two v one them. I'll two be one. Yeah, I hear you. So listen, I I play too. So I when we get off here, I'll, I'll give you my um my gamer tag and get on there, and I can get my butt kicked because I'm not into that whole building thing. I do it every once in a while, but I'd rather just get them headshots and be done with it. And just you know, yeah, look at a spot. He's like, yeah, I got you. I absolutely got you. Yeah, Avery, dude, everybody, Avery plays it. Everybody plays Fortnite. Um, <laughs> he said, "I one step you." <laughs> I love it, but you, you don't listen to any podcast at all besides mine. Again, what an honor! Thank you so much. Uh, mm, I really haven't listened to. Any. I mean, I listen to these guys. They're on YouTube, and I've listened to David Goggins as well. Dude, David. So, listen. I I listen to a lot of audio books too, right? Dude, you need to absolutely get the David Goggins books. He's got two of them, and they are just. Uh, big motivation he is david goggins uh he's a he he is uh he uh, uh he's an elite amongst elite men right uncommon amongst uncommon men from where he, he uh, came from like on how his life and how his dad treated him and how his like mom passed away and like how he like wow he was like four or five hundred pounds and how he just came from where he is and where he is now is just a different level it's listen it's it's uh absolutely you need to uh get your dad to to download them on your phone if you got an iphone you just go to the bookstore and 
Well, of course, they cost a little bit of money. They're not much. They're like 10 or 14 bucks. but I'm a big audiobook guy. I love to listen to audiobooks. Um, David Goggins, absolutely. Both of them. And what's cool about his book is he tells his whole story, but every chapter, him and the guy that's reading the book actually break down that chapter. So he goes in even more details of, of behind the scenes of what went on too. Not just what he just got done reading in his book, but he breaks that chapter down as well, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, he tells his whole story and it's, yeah, they told him you ain't going to do it. And he was like the 37th black Navy seal. I think if I, if I'm not mistaken, something like that, uh, had the world record for the most pull-ups in yeah, 24 hours or whatever. He, he's he did, a, uh, like 5,800, like 17 hours. Dude, beast mode, right? I mean, dude, like Max Van, we was talking about push-ups. He's like, yeah, I do 750 push-ups a day. I thought I was beast mode at 200. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm nowhere near on your level. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm way down here. You're way up here. It's a uh, beast mode. But yeah, audiobooks are good. You actually, and, and you learn a lot. There, there's a lot of really good books out there um, for sure. But yeah, David Goggins is, uh, he's a good one. Ryder Davis. Listen, I reached out to your dad and was like, I'd love to get Ryder on. And he was like, absolutely, you know, and, and what an honor. We've been chatting back and forth together uh, trying to get this worked out and man it's been a lot of fun and it's been an honor to have you on um looking forward to having you come on again uh do you have like a club uh a club yeah like uh juju did club 40 right and uh like uh, so let me explain a lot of my bsb friends out there over there in europe uh they do clubs like my buddy jake marsh right here club 45 you have 50 slots, $45. Uh, you pick out what, whatever number you want, 28, 1, 2, 1 through 50. You get uh, a signed hat or a shirt, right, uh, a beanie or whatever. And then every race round, they have a drawing. Your name gets drawn uh, at a round, and you win something else, right? But it also helps support and fund you, right, you, you and your dad. Um, and it also brings new fans into the mix. And they also like run your, your name on like a tail section of the bike. I mean, you could do stuff like that. Right. Um, but it's also a good way for you to uh, put yourself out there and get more people involved to it at the same time. So like, like, so like before every race, like I sign something or. Just- yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, basically it's really however you and your dad really want to do it. So you're, you run the number five, right? So let's say join club five. Ryder Davis, you know, for 50 US dollars, you got merch, right? So you get a shirt, whatever shirt size it is, small, medium, large, whatever, right? And then um, they pick, you got 50 slots. So let's say I want to join Club Five, Ryder Davis. So I hit you up or hit your dad up, say, hey, however you guys want to want to do it, I want to join the club. I pick a slot, now number between one and 50. Right. Uh, I'll pick number five because that's your number. Let's say I want number five. So I, I pay you guys through Venmo, PayPal, however, however you guys do it. Um, and then I get a shirt. And then every race weekend, so you got five race weekends. So there's five chances for those 50 people to win something signed by Ryder Davis. So when they first send you the money, you send them a shirt or a hat, whichever they prefer. Right. That's part of that $45 is they get. Plus, it's merch that they get to wear around and support you, okay? Then the drawings of that race weekend, let's say it could be a poster. If you have any posters, right, made of you or some stickers, 
you just sign it and you just send it to them right Th through the drawing but it also brings more people in more fan base and helps you um and your dad too as far as the uh the funds go because i know how expensive our sport is it's not cheap at all i have some boots from spain that my dad wanted to do a giveaway on or whatever yeah see that's <laughs> anything like that yeah absolutely you know and, and i got uh yeah, I tell everybody about that. It's good stuff, man. Um, it, it just helps bring more people and more fan base to you, too. And like I said, it helps, helps uh, fun your guys' trip out to Spain. So when, when you're in Spain, Ryder, is it your dad's obviously not going to be your mechanic no more. So you actually got like a real team involved with you in 2025? I think he will be my mechanic because okay. just because of the wild card round. So they gave us like a guy. But I'm not full sure. I think there'll be a guy there to help with everyone because there's gonna be 27 riders. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if he will be the mechanic. I'm pretty sure he will, but there might be a guy there to help as well. Well, good. You know what, too, man. I would love to sit down and chat with your dad sometime. And, and, get, and get, yep, and get his side of the story and, and being a dad and bringing his child up to, to, to live the dreams. I have not done that yet. And that's something I would, I would love to do. Um, get Casey on here. And is that him right there? Bring him in. Casey, what is up, bro? Not much, man. I was just telling Ryder right here that I would love to, to get you on the podcast. Sometime. I, I was watching downstairs and you guys are talking all that smack on Ducati. So I had to go put my Ducati shirt on. Look, I got a Ducati tattoo, man. I, dude, I'm, I, dude, I, I, I got the same and, and I got too. the yep. Yamaha. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, dude. So listen, we should, um, you know what? Give me a minute. I'm gonna end this, and we can chat here in a minute. But listen, Ryder Davis. Before we get off here, what an honor it is to have you on the podcast. Tell everybody how they can find you and follow you on social media. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at Ryder Five Davis or my Facebook at Ryder Five Davis as well. At, at future champ you guys see it i mean champion last year oh. he is a champ he's a legend absolute rider five davis absolute legend but listen before i get off here i gotta give, give a big shout out to my man uh jake marsh and peter marsh rd racing out there in bsb for supporting pin the gas um please go sign up for uh club 45 if you guys have any issues get in touch with me i can put you in touch with, with jake and them it'd be greatly appreciated if anybody's interested in buying any pin the gas uh merch you can go to the clothing kings.co.uk big shout out to gary for uh hooking us up with all this awesome merch we got. And uh, listen, everybody that always watches and likes and subscribe, thank you guys so much. Everybody that always comments, you guys are proper mega. And, uh, yeah, you're the reason why I do what I do besides sitting here chapping, uh, chatting with champs like Ryder himself and everybody else. But listen, you guys, it's been fun. This is my second podcast today. And uh, thank you guys so much. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys on Monday for another uh, Pendergast podcast. And uh, this episode will be out on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all that good stuff tomorrow. And if you didn't watch it live, as soon as this ends here in a second, you can go back and we watch it on Facebook and uh, LinkedIn and YouTube and all that good stuff. So yeah. We'll see you guys later. All right.